This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, Rabbi Isai. So, I hope everyone has their lifeboats packed. We're continuing on in uh, the voyage of the Titanic. So, we spoke at the Gemara Nyavamas, the Gemara Nyavamas, Chof, Chof Aleph. The Gemara said a klal. The klal of the Gemara was Mayim She'en Lahem Soif, Loi Tinase, Viem Nises, Loi that if somebody falls into endless waters, the woman may not get remarried. However, if she does get married, uh, she doesn't have to get divorced, from which we were medayik that the Isser of Mayim She'en Lahem Soif is only an Isser Drabanan. And we said if it's only Isser Drabanan, we may be able to play around um, and add other factors, namely, um, perhaps there's a Svara, like the Chassam Soifer mentions, um, the Svara of... If we were, if the person in, uh, in fact survived with modern technology, and uh, even in times of Sam Soifer, um, uh, telegrams and uh, telephones, we would have found out about the person. And the fact that we have no evidence that the person died, um, that the person survived, must be that they died. That would add another roiv that the pro- the person probably died. In other words, a typical case of Mayim Shein Lam Soif, most people don't survive. But here we could add an additional factor. And if they did survive, so why don't we know about them with modern technology? That's an additional factor. Although we did point out that Toysvis and Yuvamis implies that even if there are two roivs, we're still machmer, because Toysvis says on the Gemara of Tzorba Mirabonon, Rav Ashi said that if the person who drowned was a prominent person, then you could be makel, because if they would have survived, we would have known about it. But the Gemara falls off of that, and Toysvis says that even where there are two roivs, we are still uh, machmer. Okay. However, last year we discussed the issue that the Mishnah and Gittin says that if a boat goes down, then not only could she not marry L'Charchila, but even if she does marry B'Diyaved, she would have to get divorced, which indicates that we're dealing with the Suffolk Dairaisa. So we pointed out that the way the Rajva answers the question is that if you see a person drowning, that's when it's only... Mijabanon, you can't get married. But if she gets married, she could stay married. However, if you see a boat drowning, then we have very little indication that the person died. And in such a case, even if she remarried, she would have to get divorced. And we said because of that, the case of the Titanic would be a very difficult situation because it's, it's unlikely anybody saw the person go under the water. All there is is testimony that they were on the boat. And a, a boat that drowns, a woman cannot even remar- be, be remarried b'diyeved. It's a very ser- In other words, we would, in order to reconcile the Mishnah and Gittin with the Gemara and Yivamis, we would have to say that when a boat goes down, it's a, it's a Safek Dairaisa. And we pointed out the, the Ramah Paskins like the Rajba, that if all you see is a boat going down, even um, Nisais, Tetzay, if she remarries, she would have to get divorced. Um, we mentioned that possibly the Rambam holds that if a boat goes down, the halacha would be that B'diyavad, she could remain remarried. The Ramam is only machmer as a Savik Dairaisa if you see the oars and the um, appurtenances of the boat being destroyed. But if the boat itself is sinking, the Ramam implies that it would only be a Savik Dairabonon, and that's the way the... Um, the Rabbi Tzal Ashkenazi understands the Rambam. However, the Radvaz disputes that understanding of the Rambam. But the bottom line is, we don't follow the Rambam, we follow the Rajba. 
and therefore the case of the Titanic would seem to be a Suffolk Dairaisa. But what I want to discuss today is a new twist to the whole saga, and that is the Shita of the Mabit. Okay, so um, the Mabit adds in a major leniency here, and the Mabit begins in number 24. Okay, so the, the Mabit in number 24, Shalsa Chubis Mabit, it's Simen Kuf Pe Vav, where um, the Mabit adds in two additional factors. The Mabit was Rav Moshe Mitch, uh, Mitrani, Rav Moshe ben Yosef Trani. Um, he was born in Salonika, Turkey, which is now Greece, and in the year 1500. And he passed away in Tzvas on the 21st day of Nisan in the year 1580. He was a descendant of Rav Yishaya Trani I and Rav Yishaya Trani II. And his son was the Maharit. His son was the Maharit, Rav Yosef Trani, the famous Maharit. And the Mabit was actually one of the Talmidim of Rav Yaakov Berav. Rav Yaakov Berav was the Rebbe of the Beis Yosef. Rav Yaakov Berav gave smicha, real authentic smicha, to the Beis Yosef and to the Mabit. And Rav Yosef Karo passed away. The Mabit, Rav Moshe Mitrani, became the Rosh Avbezdin of Tzfas. So he was the Mamala Makam of the Beis Yosef. He was the contemporary of the Beis Yosef. And on this particular issue that we're about to discuss, there was a very heated, contentious machlekes between the Mabit and the Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef disagreed vehemently with this psaq of the Mabit that we're about to learn. And it appears it became personal. And there was some ill feeling between the two of them. Um, and in the Chuvas Maharit HaChadoshos, the son of the Mabit writes that when Rav Yosef Karo was sick in his uh, final illness, the Mabit went to visit him and the Beis Yosef gave him a bracha. So apparently, B'Soifai, they reconciled, but this became probably the most contentious issue between the Beis Yosef and the Mabit about the sugi of Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. Let me just speak out outside, and then we'll read a little bit inside. First of all, the Mabit brings the psaq of the Mordechai. The Mordechai brings an opinion of Rabbi Leezer Mivardan. Rabbi Leezer Mivardan was a Rishon. We don't know exactly who this Rishon is, but Rabbi Leezer Mivardan makes the following diok. And the diok is, the Gemara says, Mayim she'en lahem soif, Endless water, she's now to get remarried. But we could be medayek, endless water, she's now to get remarried. Why didn't the Gemara say she, she's never ever allowed to get remarried? It just says she's now to get remarried. That implies that maybe the time will come after whatever, two years, five years, ten years, and then we say, you know what? If the guy's really alive, then where is he? Oh! she could remarry. Because why didn't the Gemara say, she can never remarry? Why doesn't the Gemara, but the Gemara doesn't say, the Gemara just says, she can't marry. That implies a time will come that we say, you know what, enough is enough, go get married already. And therefore, uh, Reb Eliezer Mivardan says, it's up to the Chachmei Hadar to say, you know what, by now it's reasonable already that she could remarry, and the Chachamim could do that. That's one heter that the Mabit brings down. And the Beis Yosef says, this is not legitimate, you can't be goyre such a thing, we don't know who this, this is not 
an idea that could be even said over. See, the diuk is, the Gemara says, the Gemara doesn't say, that implies a time will come that she ultimately can get remarried. Here's the second idea, and this is the idea which is very noigea to the Titanic. Says Mabit. When the Gemara says, Mayim she'en lohem saif, that's only if the person falls off the boat into the water. Because in such a case, maybe a wave took him to the other side of the sea. Maybe he chapped a board, he caught onto a board, and he is riding the waves. Maybe he fell into a fish barrel. But when the water comes onto the boat, and now the people are trapped in the boat, that's not ma'im she'en lohem saif. Now it's finite. Now they're in a, in a limited area. Now this is ma'im she'en lohem saif. Now this is a, a very secluded area where if they, how could they survive? There's no way to come out. They're trapped. They're on the boat. The water is gushing on the boat. Now it becomes a situation of Mayim Sheishlohem Soif. Then she could remarry. Now, based on that, people who were stuck on the Titanic, say we said the third class couldn't get out, so maybe they don't have a din of Mayim Sheishlohem Soif. Yeah, it was the Atlantic, so it's Mayim Sheishlohem Soif. But in their situation, they can't get off the boat. Now the water is coming onto the boat. Now it has a din of Mayim Sheishlohem Soif. And then maybe she could, they could remarry. So that is um, the Chidush of the Mabit. And let's take a look a little bit inside. We'll try to read some of the Chuvas. And this is an issue that the uh, Beis Yosef disputed vehemently. Let's begin with number 24. Yeah, on both points. Beis Yosef disagreed vehemently with both points. Both the Sheet of Relez and Rivardan, that a time will come that she could remarry, and the point that if the water comes on the boat, it becomes a situation of Mayim Sheyesh Lahem Saif. Beis Yosef disputed both points. Now, usually you would think we would follow the Beis Yosef over the Mabit. But we'll see almost all the place can bring in the Mabit as a factor to be makal in situations of Agunais. Okay, so let's see number 24. This is the Chiddush of the Mabit. Okay, so let's see. Um, says the Mabin Maisa Shahaya, there's a story. Many Jews went on a big boat. There were hundreds of Arabs. Most of the people and the merchandise were on the bottom floor of the boat. We're in number 24 on page 4. They were sort of. Uh, on the bottom level, under the place where the sailors would would be walking on, the Hamalachim, there was no way out except for one door. That through it, they people would go down and up. When the door was open. Okay, so basically, there was you know the under part of the boat, and on top of that, you know the sailors would be walking on the deck. There's a big storm, suddenly, the boat tilted on one side, the water started going onto the boat. There were three or four Jews with some Arabs on top. When they saw 
the boat was drowning. The Jews opened the door. And they spoke to their brothers in the room. They were crying. Beseeching God, Mizvadim, they said, Vidoi, Bibachia, Zemzeh, they were all crying, Kiroi, Mamos, Bechadara, Bechadra. They saw death in their chambers. Umiyan Nebcha, Asvino, Darchzida, the boat turned on its side, Vanoshim, Shai, Besvino, Lamala, Naflu, Bayam, and the men who were on the top part of the boat fell into the sea. Bahayu Shatim, Svivai, Sasvina, they were swimming around the boat. So in other words, whoever was on the deck fell off and they were swimming until they climbed on the walls of the boat. The whole boat turned over. And they were riding, so the whole boat turned over and some people who were on the deck were able to get out. They swam and they then jumped onto the, the bottom of the boat, which was now on the top. And they were there about a half hour. And slowly, slowly, the boat began to sink. Until it sunk in its place. Basically, it absorbed, the water entered the uh, chambers. And now the boat began to sink. Nobody knew where the boat sank. In other words, the boat sank in its place. And they couldn't access it on the bottom of the sea. The men who had who were on the deck, who were then in the water and resting on the bottom of the boat, found the lifeboat. But Verubam Nitbu, most of those people drowned. Uktsasam Alulasvina, some of them got onto the lifeboat. Uvlchlalam Nimlatu Bezihudam Bisfinaktana. Among the Jews who made it onto the lifeboat were two Jews. One of them came to me. He told me the above-mentioned story. And all the people were above on the boat. Meaning, basically what happened was, whoever was on the deck fell out into the water. Many of them tried to climb back onto the top of the boat and then into the lifeboats. But most of them drowned. And he saw them sort of floating on the face of the water. Uh, especially three Jews. And afterwards, he was told that they floated dead on the water. They were buried. So in other words, some Jews made it to the lifeboat, some Jews did not, and they were reported, and there was testimony that they drowned. But whatever Jews were in the chamber of the boat... Um, he was told, as soon as the water entered the boat, it, he, would, he would assume they died. There's no way out. There was one door going to the bottom chamber. The water came gushing in, and he would assume whoever was there died. The boat overturned, and it fell face first onto the seabed. And they did not see any human, lo yishma, lo yehudi, not an Arab, not a Jew, meha'imdim le'mata, able to get out, shiyotzel lo yichai v'loymes. In other words, not only did they not see anybody come out alive, they didn't see anyone come out dead. <laughs> there was one entrance, the water was rushing in, and nobody was able to come out. But he would assume, kulum ha'ya b'cheder, they were all in that chamber when the water entered. V'yazei yesh and therefore, we need to think about those people, Nebuch, who were in the cheder, 
do we do we judge that as Mayim She'en Lahem Soif and their wives cannot remarry? Or do we say, no, now it becomes Mayim She'esh Lahem Soif and their wives could remarry? So says the Mabit. Venera, Shanu Chalahoyroi's Heter Minashoy Seyan. In my opinion, you could matter their wives to remarry. Why? Shal Elu Shoy Toich Achadra. Vlohave Bechlal Demori B'Mayim She'en Lahem Soif K'moyishin Afarish. This is not like someone who paskins that Mayim Shein Lahem Saif, Loitinase. The Gemara says, and the Shulchan Aruch says, that if somebody matters Mayim Shein Lahem Saif, we put them in Cherem. Says the Marit, the Mabit, I would not say this This is like that case. Because he says like this, even by Mayim Shein Lahem Saif, the Mordechai brings, Kosava Mordechai, in a tshuva, that Rabbi Eliezer Mivardan, Dikdek, the Mayim she'en lohem soif ishtay asura v'loi ka'amar aser lo'olam. Rav Elazar Vardan does not say she's also forever. Shema says Elazar Vardan the lav lo'olam kamer. Maybe it doesn't mean forever. The Gemara just says the woman is also, but it doesn't say the woman is also forever. V'chein nira. So it says Rav Elazar Vardan shatalu raboisai olavas shalom al chach mehadar. That our Chazal place it on the sages of the generation, Vyirei Shamayim, and the God-fearing sages, Sheyiskavnu, they should look deeply into the matter, Vyaskilu ala inyin, and comprehend the subject, Hamu'ura ba'adam, Veherech mo'ay limsay alilal hatar isha. And Rav Lezavaradon will look for a dispensation to allow a woman, Shemus Agna Dalachanim, who was in Iguna for four years, Kinitva Bala, that her husband drowned, with very strong indications that he, in fact, did drown. Because we found whatever vessels he had with him, washed ashore, and we never found him. That would indicate he died. From here we see there's an obligation on the stages of the generation to look deeply into the matter, even by Mayim She'en Lohem Soif. That's, that's Ershtens, that's the first thing. That we see from here that even by Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, if you have substantiation, that you really think the guy is dead, you need to look for a leniency. Because the Gemara doesn't say Asura La'ilam, the Gemara just says she's Asura. Koshikain, certainly, Kishaloi Tiyahahi Rabachla Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, when it's not a case of Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, why? Kegoin Benidon Didon. Because we learned in the last part of Yavamis that my, if someone falls into Mayim She'en Lohem Soif or Yesh Lohem Soif, Ishtay Asura, but, says the Mabit, Aval Heicha Shlei Ra'ush Shanafel, Elash Ra'ush Shoboa Mayim Alav. But if you didn't see that he fell in, but rather the water came onto him, Kihacha, like here, they were in the room. Now the water came into the room. This is not a case of Mayim Shein Lohem Soif. So, says the Mabit, and this is Muchach in the Braisa that the Gemara quoted. There, Gamliel said he was once on a boat and he saw another boat that was drowning and he was very upset because he knew Rabbi Kiva was on it. And this implies... And, and he said, Kama Gedoyla Divrei Chachamim, who say Mayim Shein Lahem Saif Ishta Asura. 
But says the Mabit, that implies Ma'im Shein Lahem Saif, that's when the boat breaks and he falls into the sea. But if the water comes onto the boat, that's not Ma'im Shein Lahem Saif, that's Ma'im Sheyesh Lahem Saif, and Ishtayim Mutaras. And another proof that another argument you could say the Yesh Lahoras had the Rezevaloimar that the guy for sure died because the onlooker waited long enough that whoever was there would have died. He didn't see him come out of the room. Um, and it's like a case of Ma'im Sheyesh Lahem Saif. V'oid Yesh Lahem Saif Tzadhat, another argument you can make. Um, because think about the following. They saw death was approaching, and this is what the testimony was. And they were crying. They didn't try to get out. When they saw the water was coming on, why didn't the aide say, oh, we saw they were trying to get out of the door and jump out of the door, and he didn't say that. What did he say? That they realized the room was going to be their grave. And... Um, uh, they were saying vidoy, right? And part of the testimony was they didn't want to be eaten by the fish because they were crying a misvada in the room. Why didn't they try to get out? Tarot says uh, they didn't want to get out. They would rather die there and be buried than come out and be uh, the dinner of a shark or something. So that's another indication that they're probably there. And another ha'ichacha that they didn't leave because whoever was on the deck, when they saw that the Sfina was turned over, now the, the boat was turned over, because the water entered. Now obviously the water entered, otherwise the boat would not have flipped. The only reason the boat flipped is because there was so much water in it, so now it was being weighed down. Okay. So Miman of Shach. If the door was closed, they can't get out. And if it was open or they opened it, then the water would have drowned them. So it must be, says a bit, that is where their kever is. But uh, he says, life to the rest of Israel. In other words, this should never happen to anyone. Ah, and this is the conclusion of the Mabit. And what I'm saying is not theoretical. I would rely on it halacha. If you could get another two rabbis to support my decision, then you could... I'm not writing this theoretically, I'm writing this Lamaisa, but get another two rabbis, and then you could go ahead and get married. It says, Na'um Hatsar, these are the words of the, youth, the young man, the youth, Moshe ben Rabbi Yosef Mitrani. Now, at the end of the tshuva, he brings that another rabbi, Avraham Shalom, signed on my psak. Even though I'm not a Paisik, says Ramosh Mitrani. No, excuse me. Um, Ramosh Mitrani says that Rabbi Avram Shalom also signed on to my Psak. And Rabbi Avram Shalom wrote, even though I'm not a Mi Bale Hara, I rely on whatever was written above. So Ramosh Mitrani said, don't rely on me unless you get the signature of another two Chachamim. And he got the signature of one more Chacham. That is Chuvas in Simen Kuf Pevav. In Simen Kuf Zayin, the story continues. Achar shanim, after two years that shehitarti ishazu that I mattered this woman, but I said you need to wait until you get another two chachamim. And says Mermaj I was I was only able to get one other person to sign on. 
So what happened? Meanwhile, she's stuck. So what happened was, Balafanayish, a man came to me, Vidarash Mani, Lisana. A man wanted to marry her. He said, you know, she's two-thirds mutter, so she's Raiv Heter. And he wanted to marry her. And I said, I can't, because I only mattered it if you get another two Chachamim. You need to get another rabbi if the, and to see if he's maskim. And he said he went. And no rabbi wanted to be mavatel, they're learning, to get involved in the issue. Um, and to be ma'ayin into the heter, except for Rabbi Yosef. The only rabbi who would get involved in this, besides me and Rabbi Avram Shalom, was Rabbi Yosef. Which Rabbi Yosef? Rabbi Yosef, Yishmarenu, Tsuri, Vigayali. The only problem is this Rabbi Yosef, who is none other than the base Yosef, he said, I looked into it and you're wrong. He threw the guy out. He said, Get lost. You can't marry her. So basically, the Beis Yosef threw the guy out. Then, after many months, about a year later, another guy came and he asked me, um, Okay, he doesn't want to marry her, so I'm going to marry her. I pushed him off for many days, but with a certain reason. And I, I, I myself went around to different Rabbanim to see if they would agree with me. Um, nobody else wanted to get involved, the Indian. Then I told him, Go to Rabbi Avram to see if he's masking him. In other words, I can't tell you on my own to marry her. Go back to Rabbi Avram. Rabbi Avram was the first Chacham who agreed with uh, the Mabit. And if he allows you to marry, I'll mask him. So two of us together will, uh, will be mask him. Rabbi Ram said, I can't give you permission until your personal rabbi allows it. The man went out broigas, he went out fuming. And he took to Adim, the kid And he said, That's it, I'm just going to marry her. Okay, these rabbis can't get their act together. This rabbi says, go to that rabbi. That rabbi says, go to this rabbi. He just married her. And the Beis Yosef found out about it. And the Beis Yosef, when the Beis Yosef discovered this, he sent to proclaim about the woman, he made a proclamation about this woman, uh, that he said, that he warned her, In other words, the Beis Yosef said, put up signs that this woman violated my sack. And I told the Beis Yosef, I told the Beis Yosef he didn't act properly. He didn't do properly by warning the woman not to remarry. Even though the halacha is a woman whose husband drowns in Mayim Shein Laham Saif cannot get married, 
but Bezdin doesn't have to warn her not to get married to Chachilev. She, that's a halacha. She shouldn't remarry, but Bezdin should not go out of their way and say, by the way, hey lady, don't remarry. And I told the Beisdin, don't warn the woman not to remarry. That's the halacha, but don't warn her. The halacha that a woman is not to remarry is if they ask us what to do, we're going to tell them, don't remarry. But that we should go out of our way and warn her not to remarry, we shouldn't do. So here you, you see the story is brewing. That the, the Mabit was not happy that the Beis Yosef warned this woman. Ah, the story continues. The Kasav and the Beis Yosef wrote, that the tshuva reblazmi vardon, you can't rely on it. The dvar of me'atzman. We don't have to upshlug it. We don't have to challenge it. It's it's inherently flawed. Tani koyev umitzdar. I was very upset. Says the mabed. Al shebesibasi zilzulu bedivrezal. That because of me, the beis yosef disparaged reblazmi vardon. And the Beis Yosef said that the Rebbe Lezmi Vardan was wrong in creating a heter. It's a zilzol to say this about anyone. Especially about an early authority. How could the Beis Yosef speak this way about Rebbe Lezmi Vardan on the fourth line on page 5? to infringe on the respect of this tzaddik who's in his grave. Now who is he? Says the Mordechai. The Mordechai was nifter in the year 1298. He was a Talmud of the Marami Rotenberg. If the Mordechai brings down the Psach of Rezmi Vardan, he must have been a well-known rabbi, a reliable rabbi. Even the, our contemporary, Rav Avram Bar Shalom, he permitted this woman to remarry based on Rav Lezami Vardan, but he didn't want to do it on his own. Um, it's Rav Avram Bar Shalom respected Rav Lezami Vardan, but he didn't want to just rely on it. But I don't. But says Mabit, it, it troubles me. How could it arise in someone's heart? for the just to dismiss Rebbe Vardan. And now, so you see, it's becoming uh, a very contentious issue that the Beis Yosef summarily dismissed Rebbe Vardan, and the Mabit was was hurt by that. He's a Rishon. We don't know exactly who he is, but he's quoted by the Mordechai. And the Beis Yosef, and the Mabit said, I don't, I'm not happy the Beis Yosef warned the woman not to remarry in the first place. Revelazmi Vardan, on two things. First of all, Revelazmi Vardan, that even Maim She'in Lohem Soif, a time will come that a woman could remarry. And secondly, when the water comes on the boat, it becomes Mayim Sheyesh Lahem Now, he only wanted a mat originally with two other rabbis. He was only able to get one. Couldn't get the third. Finally, he relented and he said, if you get Rabbi Avram Shalom to, let, to go, give the go-ahead, we'll do it, just me and him. In the meantime, the guy was, just, uh, I can't take it anymore. And he got married. And the Beis Yosef was like, uh, publicized the, the wrongdoing that they did. And the Mabit wasn't happy about that. You know, who... 
who said that a bezdin should go ahead and uh, warn a woman? Okay, now the story continues a little further. Simon Kuf Peites. Masha Haresi Heter Beisha. Back to the Mabit. That which I permitted a woman, Agunazah, um, Shnayim Hevesi Raya, this which I invoked, to try to look for a kula, and Rav Yosef, the Beis Yosef, and the only thing that really bothered me was the fact that he just dismissed Rabbi Lezmi Vardan and Rabbi Avram Bar Moshe, who supported Rabbi Lezmi Vardan, and he said that Devar of Betelim, and you can't even you can't even entertain it. Ein Royal Haloisim Alev, and even more than that, Vial Ha'achar Amar Shedvar of Temuim Vechshivim LeEfes Vatayu. The Beis Yosef said his words have the following value: Zip Zilch Zero. Vani Nosati Tuv Tam Vedas Bahem, Vashivi Al Kol Hasagoysav. Says my bit, I defended and in order, says my bit, to sort of substantiate my standing in the eyes of the other chachamim. Um, I'm going to write the following story. Ah, now says my bit, what the Beis Yosef did, I cannot be done him He says, ve'ini why? You know what the Beis Yosef could have done? The Beis Yosef could have said that in his opinion, it's not mutter. That wasn't enough for him. The Beis Yosef went ahead and he darshined. The Beis Yosef said, anyone who follows this psak. My psak, Ramesh Mitrani's psak, and the psak of Rulazim Vardon, it's a chil Hashem, and Vaharisa Satoira Mashal Sisi, and the Beis Yosef said that what, that which I did in Mabid was a destruction of the Torah. Behetar Isha Aguna, just very quickly, we're bringing down a Machloikas that even though the Gemara says, Mayim She'in Lahem Saif, you're now to remarry, there is a Das Yachid, a Shita Rulazim Vardon, that the Gemara doesn't say she's never allowed to remarry. So there is a position that there is a timeline, and when the Chachamim see fit, she could remarry. And this is an idea the Beis Yosef dismissed very strongly. And the Mabit, who defended that psaq, was very insulted by it. Because why did the Beis Yosef have to say that if you follow that, you're a Mechal Hashem Shemaim? He could have just said, I don't agree with it. He spoke harshly against me. And he spoke harshly against Rabbanon that bring the Mordechai. And he said that the words of the Mordechai are betalem and royal in royal salav. And I found, says the Mabed, I searched and I researched who is Rebbe Lazar Mivardan. Umatzasi kizeh haya Rebbe Lazar haya mibale hatoisves. That Rebbe Lazar Mivardan was not some rabbi; he was one of the bale hatoisves. Talmud Rabbi Yitzchak, kemoy shehevi by dvar v'amarachem zal shvuos. The Mordechai quotes him in Masech Teshuos Bedinei Mekvois, and he's quoted by the right Keach. Biavki Huloi Hayoyoy and even though the Beis Yosef didn't know that Rebbe Lezer Mivardon was one of the Balei Toisus, but still, 
He shouldn't have just dismissed him. He knew he was an early rabbi. Whoever he is, certainly to write about him what he said. I don't know how he was allowed to do that. If he would have really understood, um, and therefore, it is my opinion that the Beis Yosef is obligated to get up in his kahila and ask public mechila for being poigeya in the covet of this rishon. He should ask me mechila. He should ask mechila um, on behalf of all these chachamim that he disparaged. And I asked the rabbis to look into the fact that the Beis Yosef was trying to put me down because I always showed him respect publicly and he was mezalzel in me. So here, probably one of the most contentious issues that the Beis Yosef ever faced. And you would have expected, look, at the end of the day, you know, this is the Beis Yosef and uh, we would follow him over anybody else. But as we're going to see, Kemat, all the Paiskim, Quote Rebbe Lezmi Vardan as an additional heter. In other words, whenever they deal with an eguna, so the way they write their chuvas is they look for heterim and they add any heter they could possibly find, and they always add the heter Rebbe Vardan, even though the Beis Yosef dismisses it. So, for example, um, in Rav Moshe's chuva, if you look at number thirty-four for a moment. Rav Moshe, if you find it, he says, um, in the second to last paragraph, Rav Moshe says, Vagam, it's mutter. And even though many argue, it's a shita of the Rishonim and you could add it to the equation. So despite the fact that the Beis Yosef vehemently dis, um, dismissed this, it is a heter which is reckoned with and is used. Do I have 10 more minutes? Okay, fine. So I'm going to read to you now the position of the Beis Yosef. In the Shal Sechuvah's Beis Yosef, in the Hakdama, um, he brings there that this is one of the most contentious historical disputes in the life of the Beis Yosef, and how the Beis Yosef really well, vehemently um, opposed this. By the way, I just point out the Chassam Soifer and his Chuvah's in Evan Ha'ezer, Chelek Aleph, Simon Sadi Beis, and the Achiezer of Rav Chaim Grzinski and Simon Yudzayin, they both used Rav Lezmi Vardan as an additional heter to be makal. Now this is without, let me just add one more factor here, and that is another kula that we mentioned from the Mabid, is that even though Mayim She'en Lohem Soif, she's now to remarry L'Chadchila, but the Mabid Svara was, that's when the person falls into the water. But when the water comes onto the boat... That becomes like Mayim Sheyesh Lohem Saif, and uh, we could assume the guy died. So there's a difference between a boat that drowns and the people fell into the water, where there's a possibility maybe they were saved, 
or if the water comes onto the boat and they're inside where we assume that they, they died. So let's just read number 27. This is the introduction of Shalashitus Beis Yosef. One of the most prominent issues, Bedine Agunois, in Aguna, in the, in the arena of Aguna, is the Shaila of Mayim Shein Lahem And in the Sefer Shalashitus of the Beis Yosef, there's an entire section dedicated between, to the exchange of letters between the Ma'abit, Rav Moshe Mitrani, and the Beis Yosef. And here he brings down the story that we read already. And in the, se- in the next paragraph, Havikuach Nosav, the dispute was centered around the Chiddush, that one of the Rishonim, Rabbi Lezman Vardan, was Mechadesh, who's quoted in the Mordechai, that from the fact that the Gemara doesn't say uh, Asura L'Oilam, that a time will come that it's up to the Chacham to say, okay, she's allowed to remarry. And with additional heterim, you could add this heter to the equation. And the Mabit in the bottom paragraph accepted the Sarah of Lezmi Vardan, and he expresses his das to be matter, on condition that you get a few rabbis to agree with him. And he was able to get the heter of Ram Shalom. However, Maran, the Bet Yosef, the Beis Yosef, said, Dinam shal hu mamish. This halach is the same as Mayim Shein Lam Soif, and their wives are Asr Linase, and it could be that their wives are even Asr to marry Midai Raisa. Now, why would it be Asr to marry Midai Raisa? Because we said that if the boat drowns, then the Rajba says it's a Suffolk Dai Raisa, unless you see the guy drowning. And the Maran added, but this is not my opinion, every rabbi in the city agrees with me with the, with the exception of one. Now you could imagine all those rabbis who the guys, uh, these people went over to to support the Mabit, they probably didn't want to get involved. Mabit says Mutter, Beis Yosef says Asr, they probably wanted to stay out of it. He says the Beis Yosef said, now, when one person went and married one of these women through the Het and the Mabit, the Maran renewed his efforts and he made a Gzera that the person who lived with her is Chayev Achatos. And the Beis Yosef said, The children that you will have with this man are Mamzerim. That's how far he did not accept the Heter of the Mabit. Now, well, he is. The only thing is, oh, why is Nechai Misa? Could be he's a shoigeg because he was soimech on the Ma'abit. But a chatas, he's chayev, and the children are mamzerim. And the Ma'abit did not backtrack. And he says, even if those who are machmer, but b'diyeved, ma'im shein l'hem soifim, nisays, lo'yteitzei. So the Maran said, no! Says the, the Beis Yosef about the Ma'abit, hu ba lir do'yseinu b'toch beiseinu, Beis said the Ma'abit is trying to destroy the Torah, and he's trying to break Halacha, and he's being Matar and Eshesesh. And the Ma'abit said back to his defense. He says, I matered her after two years, and I waited for two other Chachamim, but I was only able to find one. But if the rabbis don't want to get involved, I said, I will matter it as long as Rabbi Avram Shalom agrees with me. Shalom as Yazmutsoy Shomar and Lahasisba. 
The Mabit sort of um, ignored what the Vesiyosif said not to marry. And here we have um, a tshuva. The, the Vesiyosif brings the tshuva of the Mabit. Um, we also have the tshuvas of other Gedolim. The, the Rashat al-Farji and the Ri al-Khamasi. And they basically asked the Mabit to be Mavatar. And, um, and they tell the Mabit like this. They say, we remember that in the olden days that they were better than us. People were not so stubborn and they would, they would backtrack and listen to the Beis Yosef. So why are you uh, not following... Um, that practice, and they basically asked him a bit to uh, retract his psaq. The bottom line is, we said, that not only is the heter of Lezim Rivardan thrown into the equation, but the heter of the Mabit himself, that when the water comes onto the boat, it should be mutter, is also thrown into the equation. I'm just going to give you an example of where in Tanakh the svara of the Mabit is mentioned. It's a very, very interesting thing. In Sefer Yoyna, Says Vayiru Hamalachim, the sailors were uh, feared. Remember, this is when the storm came onto Yonah's boat. Each man cried out to his God. They threw all the vessels off the boat. El Hayam to the sea. Lahakelmealeim to make uh, the boat lighter. The Yarad El went down. Yara, to the, he went down to the uh, the bowels of the boat. Vayishka vayiradam. He lay down and he went to sleep. So the Malbim wants to know. It says they throw threw off all the kalim in the yania. Um, they threw off all the kalim on the boat, and then it says Yaina was yarad to the yarkasei hasvina. He went down to the bowels of the sfina. Why at first is it called ania, and then in the end it's called sfina? So the Malbim says. You know why Yoyna went down to the bottom of the boat? Because first of all, he didn't want to have happened to him what happened to Rabbi Akiva. What does the Gemara say happened to Rabbi Akiva? He was thrown off a boat and he was carried from wave to wave until he landed on the shore. He, he didn't want that to happen. Says When the boat drowns, and it falls into the sea, it's possible that God would command the waves, that it, would, it will take him from vessel to vessel, like the story we had in Mayim Shein Lam Son Yavamas. There's a difference between a Sfina and an Ania. The Sfina is the part of the boat that's under the water. It's Safan, it's hidden. Shasfina Nikra Hachelik Min Ania, Shu Safan Umachusalamala. Vuhu Hacheder Hatachta in Shabaniya. That from there it can't you can't fall out into the sea. If you're in the Svina, Yavoyu Mehayam Allah the water sea will fall on you. Like who? Like what? Listen to this Malbum. Kimoi Shahitr Hamabit. Like the Mabit martyred women whose husbands were in the bottom and the bowels of the boat, because then it's not Mayim Sha'in Lahem Saif, then it's Mayim Shiish Lahem Saif. So it's very interesting. The Malbum uses this Mabit to explain what Yoyna wanted to do. 
Yaina basically wanted to die. Yaina knew that when you stay on the bottom of the boat and the water comes onto the boat, you're not going to be thrown out into the water. The water, the, your, your grave becomes the uh, chamber of the boat. There's no way out. And uh, interesting, the, Ma- the Malbim brings in the Mabid as an uh, explanation for what Yaina was trying to do during that storm. Because Yaina knew that when you stay on the boat, that's not Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. He didn't want to be in a Mayim She'en Lahem Saif because he knew he could be safe from Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. He knew that if you stay on the boat, it becomes Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. Okay? So this is the uh, contentious halachic issue between the Beis Yosef and the Mabit. But we did say that the Maharit, the son of Mabit, brings down that in the Beis Yosef's final illness, he was Mavarech, the Mabit, uh, on his deathbed. Okay, Rabbi Seshkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.